0: Hi everybody, I am so so excited as usual that we have someone um, talking to us today. But first of all i want to welcome you to the dream mentorship podcast and this is Jane Creating. you're hanging out today with us and i have someone very special she's gonna be on the panel of the dream and brunch 2019 event and uh she is the founder of born into heaven nonprofit i mean the startup story of uh born into heaven um foundation is some is one that i I am passionate about. I have so many so many girlfriends that have you know gone in, gone through you know the reason for the nonprofit so I totally can relate. So I am so excited today to have uh, Cassidy Deer. I actually do love her name. <laughs> the first time I saw her um, the name the food because I've you know've always known her um, and I've heard her story because I'm friends with her mom and and she sent her name to me. I was like, she, was she calling her like Casey Deer? Like, you know how you're like, oh, my dear. <laughs> but I truly do love her her name. Um, and I'm excited to share her with all of you today and to share the story of Born Into Heaven Foundation. So Casey, over to you. Just tell them a little bit about yourself and, you know, whatever you want to share and let them know right now.
1: Well, first of all, hello, and everyone loves my last name. As soon as they hear it, I think more people call me Dear than they call me Cassidy. So (laughs) the last name thing, I'm totally, I just go with it now. But yeah, yeah, like you said, um, I started a foundation called um, Born Into Heaven Foundation. We are a nonprofit that serves the entire state of Alabama by covering funeral costs or uh, memorial services, should I say, for stillborn babies, and that's something that Um, just came out of my own personal story and we've been in operation for five years now. And I'm just like, God, you
0: are leading and you know, that's my background of Born to Heaven. That's amazing. So um, just picking up back on that, and I really don't want to go into the details of mm-hmm. how you started the foundation. Um, but how would you say five years? There's a lot of years to a have lot. been invested mm-hmm. into that. Not even a lot of, you know, nonprofits or companies live that long, mm-hmm. you know, exist that long. So tell me what has been like your biggest challenge. You know, running a non profit.
1: You know what? I tell everybody that running the nonprofit is easy, getting it started is the hard part. Okay. So it's really just like getting over that hump and saying, This is my dream, this is what I want. I'm going all in, just getting over that first initial hump. Like the first year was probably hard. Like right now, I'm just smooth selling, honestly. And so I think that the biggest challenge was getting it started. And yeah. then also now the biggest started, the biggest challenge is Just planning and balance. I think those are my two lessons that I'm really having to learn the hard way of how effective planning is, right? not just like having a dream and be like, okay, I'm going to do that next week or, mm-hmm. okay, I'm going to call this person. Like, no, literally map out what you want to do, girl, right. because <laughs> you're going to still be sitting here next week yes. trying to figure out how you're going to do it. right? So I think one of my biggest challenges is planning, okay. and I'm learning that right now to yeah. just step by step, because I think for a lot of us, we see this big, huge picture in our yeah. head, you know, like, oh, I want 100 people to come, and <laughs> I want 5,000 each from sponsors, right. but it's like, if I just start with the sponsor package and right. the color scheme yeah. and good wording, like yeah. then I can yes. build myself up that. So I think planning, um, is a big one for me that's absolutely been a challenge. Hey, that's mm-hmm. awesome.
0: So I'm going to, there are two things that you say that stuck out to me, starting and planning. Yeah. So we're yeah. going to kind of tear that apart a little bit. So, because I know people struggle. There is that huge fear of, yeah. oh my gosh, how am I going to start? Where do I start from? Right. Who do I talk to? Mm-hmm. So can you talk to them a little bit about how you, you know, you got over that hump of just saying, you know what, I'm scared, but I'm going to do it anyway.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, that hump, I'm pretty sure I was pushed over. So it's not. I'm not even gonna sit and tell some just extreme story about how I like had sleepless nights and put it all together. Um, I had a lot of help from my aunt, who that's pretty much her job. She's a small biz business and nonprofit kind of consultant, okay. so she helps get a lot of people started. So I'm so thankful for her and her guidance. And it really just took her coaching me through like no let's sit down let's come yeah. up with bylaws let's that's sit it. down let's come up with just you know get your EIN and put your taxes in order so it was a lot of just her telling me we've already started we right. are definitely not giving up so right. come on so I definitely had that kind of coaching figure yeah. um someone who knew what they were doing right and kind of helped me through that and that's really just the birth of getting started but I think um where the challenge came from me outside of just filing papers and becoming official was that now, here it is. Like, right. it's easy to right. go online with the IRS <laughs> and fill out your paperwork or apply yeah. for you know official name and logo, yes. those things you can sit in your living room and do on a computer, that's like, those right. things are that super right. easy. Mm-hmm. But then to walk out the door and say, hi, I'm Cassidy, would you like to support me? <laughs> like, the, that's, that's where hard. the challenge, yeah, that's where yeah. the starting challenge comes in because with an official title and name and yes. certificate, I mean, that's great, but that's not, gonna seek into the hearts of supporters right. and wanting people to just really buy into your amazing mission and values right. or what have you
0: that is so great you're, you're you're actually pulling out a lot of stuff that I want to talk about especially because I am a nonprofit major I don't want to say an expert because exactly. I haven't gotten my doctorate yet mm-hmm. but you know that's mm-hmm. something that I look at all the time I'm constantly researching nonprofits that of what to do board governance mm-hmm. all of that stuff mm-hmm. and um, researching the glass ceiling for women in nonprofit, because mm-hmm. you know, there's this thing about you see people who are women who are so passionate about being mm-hmm. in the nonprofit world mm-hmm. that, um, but then they become either the founder, but somehow along the line they get pushed over, and then you see that instead of the founder who is female being the leader, it becomes a male leading, or you know, the the women not generally just go towards the administrative tasks and things like that. So would you say you've kind of, or, um, encountered any of the glass ceilings that come with being a woman in nonprofit? Um,
1: You know, I can't say that I technically have, and maybe that's because I limit Born Into Heaven Foundation to the state of Alabama. And that also could be just the nature of the nonprofit dealing with kind of women and children or babies. So I think maybe that would always be something where men may not feel as comfortable kind of spearheading that. Um, So I can't say that I've hit a glass ceiling whatsoever, but I will say that in my thinking i've had to really kind of let go of the soft nurturing more administrative mindset and Right, i had to be very um strong and believing in what this foundation is right what we stand for right. what, how we are an asset to this yes. community to this um field of kind of pregnancy and infant loss, yes. and I've had to really stand firm on that. And sometimes come out of my just comfortable, I just wanna make the person next to me feel good, yeah. and say like, no, this is the mission, I believe in it, this is what yes. we're going for. So I can't say that I've technically hit yeah. a glass ceiling. Mm-hmm. Um I may, because I want to start going outside of the state of Alabama, and then I'll let you know then, but as okay. far as right now, I yeah. think I've been um, pretty thankful not to kind of hit some of those standard statistics that women in leadership
0: hit. Okay, good. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm going to ask you this, and I want you to link it into your planning that you talked about. Mm -hmm. What is the life of Cassidy as the president of Born Into Heaven Foundation like? And then tie that into like what you guys do with planning to make Mm -hmm. sure that events like your gala or your 5K um, Mm -hmm. event, 5 5k Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. great (laughs) i was like did i get that right um you know such things are they're they're you know successful and Mm -hmm. what what i know there's a lot that goes into planning with nonprofit. um but you know just kind of give us an idea of what it is for you know maybe someone out there that was always thought to their heart, I wouldn't run a nonprofit, but it think, oh my gosh, I cannot do it. But just kind yeah. of give them my idea to, you know, to say, hey, you can do it.
1: You can absolutely, <laughs> definitely do it. I mean, if it's in your mind, if you can think it, you can definitely do it. So I think that for me, I'm realizing the value in my board. Okay. So my board of directors, um, I will be very honest at first. I'm not good at dictating. I'm one of those people who it's like, I'll do it. I'll do it. No, I'll do it. Let me do it. I'll just do it like I'm that's definitely me so then I as things come as you plan you have to realize like okay if you do part a you do b and me and you could work on c together right then that takes a easy load off of myself and it makes your board be more invested with what you're doing and now there's just not people who want to sit on your board because they believe in your mission so um I think that when it comes to planning Like I said before, you're gonna have to break it down in small chunks. So like you mentioned, um, every spring we have our um, spring gala and that's where we have a nice sit down dinner. A lot of guests are invited and we're already planning that, you know? Right. (laughs) Definitely, I wanna have at the current gala, I want to be able to announce when next year's gala will be. And, and that's um, great. And so, yeah. and then I think we give ourselves about six months to start locking down venue, yeah. And then just, I'm slowly, like I'm already buying throughout the right. year. I mean, I think that has helped me a lot. That's that good. my fundraisers are not all over the place right so i know what to expect my guests coming know what to expect right. my board of directors know what i'm gonna ask of them yes. and so if you can always lock down just one big thing right the planning gets oh my easier gosh you easier. keep
0: that on the net i was just talking to a director of a nonprofit, mm-hmm. and i was just sharing that with them about having a big vision mm-hmm. um having you know, the one thing that your nonprofit will focus on. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes you see nonprofits that are like, oh, I'm so passionate about this. I want to do this. I want to do that. Mm -hmm. And then it feels like they are all over the place, Mm -hmm. even though they're doing something great and they have a great cause. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, sometimes when you have just that one vision, one thing that you're running towards Mm -hmm. for a year, it kind of helps you focus. And, you know, all your energy is going into that. So I'm glad that you brought that out.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely helpful for us. Because like we said, I know all our energy is going to that. I can expect a lot of funding right. to support us throughout the year from yeah. that. And then my guests know it as well. Right. So people come plan yeah, towards the year. Yeah. They always ask me, When is the Gala coming right. on our board? you know, so they kinda know around their schedule yes. or I want to invite friends next right. year. So I think it's that's really helpful. And now let me not sit here and be cute. Like the first year we tried to put like a fundraiser every other month. We were out here begging for change and I mean, we were all over the place. And then I realized, okay, begging for change was cute. Yeah. Like going to the flea market for right. a little minute, that was cute, but that just literally, it wasn't worth the effort. Did we get a big turnout? Do yeah. those people remember our name? Right. And, and it wasn't wow
0: that that is so good that you're sharing that okay we're kind of going towards the end and on a lighter note um what is one thing that you cannot do without what is something that you know if I get if there was a fire out there and you caught Cassidy out there what is something that you're gonna Mm. have with you? (laughs)
1: OMG I have to think about that one what is the one thing I want I mean like I'm petty things are coming to mind like my bed my phone some <laughs> food right food <laughs> I'm not I'm not sure I mean I'm definitely a homebody I like to be with family 100% okay. so I think if you could just give me some good food my okay. sisters my mom and some laughter yeah I would be in a very
0: comfortable place for that's sure that's right. mm-hmm. great that's awesome I love that alright so I'm gonna ask um, for you to talk about one thing that is your your dream you know, something you want to accomplish before, um, you die, not necessarily like a bucket list, but Mm -hmm. something that is on your list of to-dos, like, Mm -hmm. I really want to do this, I love this. So
1: my big dream that I will absolutely accomplish is that, um, so I'm in the social work field right
0: now, so I'm
1: a social worker, and I have always had the dream of owning my own community center. Wow. And I want to own my chain of community centers. Hey, speak um, it. That is something that I definitely want to do. I'm not sure if you're familiar with the the term dream centers. Dream centers are beginning to pop up, but I want it along the lines of a dream center. Definitely just a place in the community where um, families and children can come and they get... I don't know after school tutoring, job readiness programs, a hot meal maybe if homeless want to take a shower, wow. um, just you know a place to play a playground that's yeah. safe. Um,
0: that's amazing. A
1: thrift store just I want people in the community if they have a need yes. I want my community center 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 to stand tall and meet those needs wow. in the that community. Wow amazing. So that's something that I've always um, dreamed about and I think about it constantly yeah. and I definitely want it to just pop up across
0: yeah. the Hey, I'm, I'm- going to keep your contacts. Yes. And absolutely. make sure I have it on my cell phone. Absolutely. So one of these days, when it, that happens, I can be like, hey, I know her. She's my girl. Yes.
1: And I can say, I know her. Do you want
0: a job? <laughs> right. I love Oh my gosh, that is so good. And I think we can end on that. This has been so wonderful talking with you. Mm -hmm. I absolutely enjoyed talking about um Born into Heaven Foundation. It's something that I'm interested in. Um, and if you guys want to hear more about her story of you know what actually led to her starting um Born into Heaven Foundation, I want to encourage you to please 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 join us at the Dream in Brunch 2019 event. It's gonna be on December 14th, and we're gonna have it at The Good Old Boys Restaurant in Auburn, Alabama. So if you don't have a ticket, go over to our website at www.dreammentorship.com slash dreamandbrunch, and you can get a ticket for yourself. You can also find us on social media, on Instagram at Dream Mentorship, and on Facebook at Dream Mentorship Auburn. So if you have questions, I always say this, and I mean it. Send me an email at inquiry at inquiryatdreamentorship.com. If you have questions about nonprofit or anything that Cassidy has shared today, trust me, we will write back. I'm legit saying that. Uh, we'll write back to you. Uh, we're not just saying this just for fun, but we're seriously here. We I would want to hear your questions or any your thoughts on, you know, this podcast. So... I'm gonna end on that note. So Cassidy, um, take it away and you know, give an advice to any anybody, anybody out there who is interested in nonprofit. What is an advice that you'll give today? The best
1: advice I would give is get your own thoughts out the way. There are hundreds of thousands of nonprofits, small businesses, big corporations that have already been started. So, who's to say you're not the next leader of Ooh. that? Let those fears go sit in the closet and Come cry on. by themselves and yes, you preach. get up and you leave out and you conquer the world because Nothing is stopping me, I realize, but me. So I'm going to have to just let go of all the fear, renew my mind, change my thoughts, and go get it.
0: Come on, that was so good, right? So go and get it. All right, bye.